Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. This week's Torah portion is about a group of people who are very tired and very scared, and about how hard it is to go forward when you feel like that. The people, of course, are the Israelites, and particularly their leader, Moses, who shows, let's say, not his best side in this week's Torah portion. We're reading from Chukat, which is in the middle of the book of Numbers. And if we're in the middle of the book of Numbers, then we know we're in the middle of the desert. The Israelites have been wandering and wandering and wandering. And the longer they wander, the more tired, the more scared they become. This week we see that tiredness and that fear become even more exacerbated by the death of Miriam. Now, Miriam is known as a prophet. Miriam is the one who danced and celebrated with the people as they crossed over the Red Sea and entered freedom. Miriam is also associated with water. Her name, Mariam, means bitter waters. And it's said in the Midrash that wherever Miriam went, a spring of water would follow her, so that the people always had water as they wandered. So on an allegorical level, Miriam is a source of sustenance. She's a kind of a mother figure, a figure of comfort for the people. And you can well imagine what happens when she dies of old age. Velo haya ma'im la'eda. The people had no water. Vaikahalu al Moshe ve'ala Haron vayarev ha'am im Moshe. The people gathered against Moses and Aaron and they began to quarrel. They began to complain. They began to rebel against Moses. Of course, this isn't the first or even the twelfth time that the people have rebelled against Moses in the desert, but this time something's different. Maybe he was particularly tired. Maybe it's because he had just lost his sister, Miriam. Either way, all of Moses' frustrations finally come out. In a very strange incident, God orders Moses and Aaron to assemble the people and to speak to a rock, and that water will come out of that rock in order to satisfy the needs of the people. Moses does so. He gathers the people all around. But then when he looks at the people, he gets angry. He shouts at them, Shimuna Hamorim, listen up, you rebels. Should we get some water for you out of this rock? And Moses raises his hand and he hits the rock twice rather than speaking with it. Now water comes out. The people's problem is solved. But Moses, who hit the rock, is punished. God decrees that he will never enter the promised land. The rabbis want to know, understandably, what he did wrong. So the guy hit a rock. What's the big deal? The people have water. Rocks don't have feelings. Why is the punishment so disproportionate to the action? Well, Rashi believes that Moses' sin was aggrandizing himself. He says to the people, shall we get water for you, rather than saying God will get water for you. Ibn Ezra, a Spanish commentator, disagrees. He says that Moses' sin was that he needed to be told to work the miracle rather than simply believing that God would do it. So it's a lack of faith. I'm not sure I agree with either of them. I think that maybe Moses' sin here his transgression, is that he was operating out of fear. 
And he's not the only one in the story. If you look at it, everybody in it is operating out of some sense of scarcity or fear. The people's rebellion is born out of being afraid of need or danger or death. And Moses' harsh response comes from being afraid of failure or afraid of loss of authority or just plain afraid that he's not going to be able to deliver the people where they need to get. And it's a reasonable fear after so many years in the desert. Maimonides, that great medieval sage and philosopher, writes that Moses was punished not for hitting the rock, but rather for losing his temper, for calling the people rebels out of exasperation or desperation or fear. And it's true that when we fear for our own security, we are more likely to be critical of others. When we fear whether we will have enough, we're less likely to share and more likely to complain. We are less likely to give and more likely to hoard for ourselves. And that's true whether it means sharing water like the people are unable to do, or sharing kindness like Moses is unable to do, or sharing toilet paper and hand sanitizer in a pandemic. When we are in fear, we have a much harder time working together. We see barriers rather than opportunities. So maybe Moses' punishment isn't really a punishment, but rather an acknowledgement that he was having a hard time managing the situation and the people needed a different kind of leadership to move them to the next phase of their life. After all, Moses was tired. He had just lost a loved one. He had been leading for a very long time. But there was another leader who offered the ability to see not the barriers, but the opportunities. To see not the difficulty of the desert, but the way forward into the promised land. And that was Joshua. Just two weeks ago, we read about Joshua leading the spies into the land of Israel and coming back with a message of Yachol Nuchallah. We can do it, he said. It's going to be hard, but we can take on this challenge of entering the promised land. It's a message of someone who is seeking to proactively own their own destiny, to see challenges and opportunities rather than barriers. So where Moses is tired and frustrated and looking backwards, Joshua is excited and looking forwards, and God says it's time now for a different kind of leadership. Of course, in our lives, we go through both. Sometimes we feel tired and scared and despondent. Sometimes we feel excited and forward-looking, and we are able to see the opportunities. During this pandemic, it's been easy to be afraid. It's been easy to close ourselves off from others. It's been easy to circle the wagons and look out for number one. But what the Torah commands us is, in those moments where you're most afraid, to be generous with others, share your water, share your words of praise, share whatever it is you have. Because sharing and generosity and kindness toward others actually help us to build our own capacity to be optimistic and to be hopeful. As it says in our prayer book, we pray that we may live not by our fears, but by our hopes. May we, during these difficult times, strive to live with optimism and to see the opportunities that surround us. And when we feel afraid, as we sometimes do, may we respond with kindness and generosity. It can only be good for others and good for us when we do so. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. 
You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.